Welcome to Oy Vey Isn't the Strategy, Success Solution for Work and Life, with Deborah Grayson Regal, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Jcast Network, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. What are you putting up with? I'm your coach, Deborah Grayson Regal. I'm lucky enough to live in a wonderful home in Long Island, New York, but I'm not quite as lucky as my neighbors. Each of my neighbors on the back side of my house and on the right side of my house has their own pool. And it's lovely to be in my office looking out over out my window and seeing their pool. And there's a standing invitation to come over and swim. And I haven't taken them up on that, but that's on me. What does occur to me in the spring and the summer and the early part of the fall here on Long Island is that when they're entertaining at their pool, there is a lot of background noise that I experience in my house. So I hear people laughing, I hear people talking, I hear people splashing, but the most common thing that I hear is the radio playing in the background. And really what it is is background noise. Now, most times I'm able to ignore it, I'm able to go about my business and even be uh, not be resentful about the fact that other people are swimming and partying while I am in my office working. But what does occur to me every once in a while is that this background noise has taken its toll on me. It's just always there. As soon as it's warm out, it is an endless running, kind of like the whir of an air conditioner or some other noise that's just constantly in the background. And from time to time, I realize that I'm tolerating something that I probably could ask them to stop doing. I'm, I'm putting up with some background noise. Now, I want to be a good neighbor, and it doesn't bother me so much, but all of us, kind of like the music at the pool, have background noise in our lives. Things that we are putting up with, things that we are tolerating, that maybe don't get the same kind of urgent attention as immediate problems do, like Who's going to drive my kids to basketball and soccer this evening when one parent is on a business trip and the other one is home but can't be in two places, right? That's an immediate problem. The background noise, the things that we're tolerating or putting up with maybe may not get so much attention as uh, my tonsils are swollen and I'm noticing some white bumps on them. I better get myself to a doctor. The things that we're putting up with may not even get as much attention as uh, it's 6.30 p.m. and I haven't thought about what's for dinner tonight, right? Those things are urgent, those things are pressing, and those things are in our faces on on a regular basis. What I'm talking about are the things that have become ambient noise in our lives, sort of a recurring soundtrack or theme that are the things that we are putting up with that have piled on and piled on and piled on until we actually have so much stuff that we are putting up with that it starts to cloud our willingness and ability to deal with the other things in our life. We put up with, we accept, we take on, and we are dragged down by lots of different things that make up this background noise of tolerations. It might be other people's behaviors, It might be situations that we've ignored or swept under the rug. It could be needs that we have that we've just ignored over time because they simply haven't gotten met, maybe on purpose and maybe just by accident. 
We have people in our lives who cross our boundaries and take advantage of us and we haven't said things. We've got unfinished business, things that are almost done but not quite, things that frustrate us, problems, the day-to-day problems that we don't spend enough time on, and even our own behavior, the things that we are doing with ourselves, to ourselves, for ourselves, or in spite of ourselves, that tend to be the background noise of, of our lives. And most of us are tolerating far more than we think we are. We, Because these things are ambient noise, they kind of blend into everything else that goes on with us. But every once in a while, we will sit up and take notice and say, Gosh, how long has that wall had buckling paint on it and chipping paint and shouldn't I do something about it? And then what's our answer? Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. So today isn't the day that I'm going to tell you exactly how to get to it, but today what I'm going to do is talk about a list of things that you might be tolerating, things that you're putting up with. And just in the interest of full disclosure, this tolerating language is something that I learned when I went to coaching school and the language tolerating really resonated with me, resonated with many of my classmates and even more importantly resonated with many of my clients who realized that quite often they might come to coaching because they have a burning need like I need to find a new job but behind that are lots of other things that they're putting up with. And in fact, sometimes I come to co- I have clients who come to coaching and they say, "I don't really have a burning need. I'm happily married or I'm in a committed relationship. My job is okay. I'm pretty healthy, but there's something just not right." More often than not, it's not a something, it's a pile of little some things that eat away over time at our confidence, our competence, our energy, our interest, our motivation, because it's tolerating a level of background noise that we really shouldn't have to. Now, I grew up in Manhattan. I grew up on the corner of 79th Street and York Avenue, which is a major intersection. And so I am used to tolerating quite a bit of background noise. One of the major crosstown buses would park itself right outside our apartment and between that and fire engines and taxis and people, I'm used to a lot of background noise. So maybe I have a higher toleration for tolerations than many other people, but I also recognize that over time, having grown up in Manhattan might have permanently damaged my hearing. What was that? Just kidding. But all that being said, the truth of the matter is, is that the more that we tolerate, the more we feel we can tolerate, but in essence, it actually can cause permanent damage to our ability to handle other things as they come up, things that may be more pressing, more urgent, and even more important. So what I'm going to do now is to share with you some of the common tolerations that I recognize my clients struggle with, and and not just my clients, but other people in my personal and professional life, and yes, even in my own life as well. And if there's a toleration here that that resonates for you, uh, take a minute to write it down. Feel free to pause the podcast and make a note of the ones that you say, yeah, I didn't actually realize that that was something that I'm tolerating, but now that I hear it on a list of tolerations, I recognize that it's maybe something that I should address. 
And we all know the relieving feeling we get when we finally cross something off our to-do list, something that has been weighing on us. So hopefully at the end of this podcast, when you look at your list of tolerations and you take a look and decide which ones you're going to start tackling, that relieved feeling of getting something off your list, something handled, something managed, something resolved will not be too far away from you. Okay, so here's the list. Maybe you're tolerating that you don't have enough storage space for all of your office files and office supplies. Maybe you have a desk full of stacks and stacks of paper. Maybe you're tolerating being overweight, being underweight, not having an eating plan that works for you on a pretty regular basis, not feeling healthy, fit, and strong. Maybe you're tolerating having a guest bedroom that actually looks more like a storage room and needs some cleaning up. And if you're like I am, you grew up in in Manhattan or another city where an extra bedroom was certainly out of the question. Maybe this is a closet rather than a bedroom that looks like a storage closet but really wasn't meant to be. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that you don't have enough time in your schedule for dreaming or gardening or meditating, or thinking creatively, or doing nothing. If you're tolerating that, put that down. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that you don't save a little bit of money every month. I'm certainly not going to tell you how much is enough, but having a little money set aside every month is something good for your health and well-being, and if you're not doing it, it's something that you're putting up with. Maybe you're tolerating that several years ago you came up with a financial plan and made some investments that really need to be reevaluated but haven't been. Maybe you've got a wall in your house or maybe your whole house that needs painting. And if every time you come into your room or walk in and approach your house and say, oh, we really need to fix that paint, you're tolerating it. Maybe you don't have an extra key for your car and you are just praying that you don't lose it or get locked out. If that's the case, you're tolerating it. Maybe your boss doesn't manage you well and you are struggling with a boss that doesn't provide you with the kind of direction and support and inspiration that you'd like. If that's the case, you're tolerating it. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that your work schedule requires you to get up every morning before the sun rises. That's something significant to be putting up with. Are you tolerating the fact that you have mortgage and car payments that don't feel like a stretch, but feel like a strain and a pain to you? Are you tolerating putting up with negative attitudes of people that you work with on a regular basis? That can really take its toll. Are you tolerating the fact that you know you have too much sugar or salt or fat in your diet? and you haven't figured out a way to manage it as part of a healthy eating plan. Maybe you just have too much stuff that you're tolerating, or you have too much stuff that actually needs to be aired out and cleaned. Do you have a constant need for repairs in the house, for home maintenance, but you haven't really found someone that you can call on or a group of people that you can call on to be your plumbers and electricians and carpenters and painters? If you don't have that list, you're tolerating it. Maybe you are getting far too many emails because you agreed to be on lists that now you really mean to take yourself off those lists, but you haven't done it. 
That's part of your background noise. It's something you're tolerating. Maybe you haven't made time to be creative, to, to enjoy art or music or crafts or crafting. If that's the case, you're tolerating it. Maybe you're not able to do a lot about many of your tolerations because the first thing that occurs to you is that they need money in order to be dealt with and you just don't have it. If you don't have the money to deal with the tolerations, that's something you're tolerating. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that you don't know how to build a network or figure out how to network in a way that doesn't feel like networking is taking over your life. If that's the case, it's something you're putting up with. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that you are very easily overwhelmed or exhausted, but you're trying to act like you aren't. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that you're surrounded by people who feel like if you go out and follow your dreams, you're being self-indulgent. You're tolerating being around people like that. Maybe you're tolerating the fact when you think about your parents that you are the only reliable sibling in your family and that when the time comes that your parents need to be taken care of, it's going to fall on you. That's a really big toleration to be struggling with and you are just waiting for something to happen and praying that it won't or won't until somebody else is in a position to partner with you. Maybe you have boxes and bags of things that need to be donated but you haven't taken to the donation center. I can tell you that that is something that I tolerate on a regular basis and it feels great to clean out my closets and drawers and go through my kids old toys and clothes but then when those bags pile up in my living room I realize that all the positive feelings that I felt from doing the good deed have been washed away with the fact that I'm tolerating the clutter and an errand that I simply haven't done. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that you spend the bulk of your waking hours struggling with some kind of frustration or another and haven't figured out a way to deal with it. Are you putting up with working at a job that you don't enjoy? Are you putting up with the fact that there's somebody in your life who is hurting your feelings and you haven't figured out how to tell them that without hurting their feelings? Are you putting up with feeling like you just don't have the time to do things that are fun for fun's sake? So no hidden educational purposes in there, just doing something for fun. Are you putting up with the fact that you know that you've got the brain and the talent and the drive to make a living doing something you're passionate about, but you haven't figured out how to do that. Maybe you're tolerating that you have a life plan, but it just doesn't seem doable. Maybe you're tolerating having a pile of stuff on a shelf or a dresser or your desk that you cannot seem to throw away. Uh, I, this, like the bags of clothes that I need to donate, is something that I tolerate on a regular basis, and I know that I see it and it takes up a lot of my energy. Maybe you're tolerating a car that needs washing. Maybe you're putting up with the fact that you tend to underestimate or undersell yourself. Maybe you're tolerating the fact that when you look ahead in the next week or month or three months in your schedule, you don't have anything fun or exciting planned. You don't have any vacations coming up for you. Are you putting up with credit card debt? Maybe you're putting up with a big pile of magazines and not enough time to read them. And when I realized that I was tolerating this, that I had all these magazines that I subscribed to for pleasure, 
and I wasn't able to do anything with them, I made a rule for myself. And the rule for myself was that half of them I get to read when I am on the treadmill or the elliptical or doing some kind of of something that is good for me. So the real mindless ones like people and us. And again, I'm not judging you if, if these are your deep reading of the week. But for me, they feel like mindless entertainment. The way that I managed a couple of tolerations at once was that I would get through the stack when I would exercise. And it also helped me manage the toleration of not having an exercise plan or something that motivated me to get on the treadmill. And the other ones, the more business-related ones uh, or current event ones, I get to read anytime I have some free time. So if you're tolerating your stack of magazines, I know that that is serious business. Come up with a plan for it. Maybe you're putting up with not getting enough sleep to feel rested. Maybe you are putting up with the feeling that you should be able to handle everything on your own, but you know that you can't and haven't come up with a way to manage that. Maybe you're putting up with windows that just need a good cleaning, but you haven't figured out how to get that done. Maybe you're tolerating knowing that all of your debt will not be paid off for another 10 years. Maybe you're putting up with somebody that you used to be married to who doesn't contribute time or money to raising the children that you created together. Maybe you are tolerating spending eight hours or more a day in a room or a box that has no window. And maybe, just maybe, you are tolerating wearing things that are comfortable, but you know that you don't look the way that you want to look. Maybe you're putting up with a sugar addiction or a caffeine addiction. And maybe you're putting up with dealing with a coworker who has even more tolerations than you do, but he or she spends all day talking about them. If that's the case, I invite you to share today's podcast with your coworker. But what you might want to do is say, I'd like to share this with you, but I promise you in no way that I'm sharing this with you because you fall into the category of the very last toleration that Coach Deb talked about. Make sure that you say that so they know that it wasn't meant for them. So if you've identified any of these tolerations, and if you're like most people, probably more than one, the first thing that you need to do, you've already done, becoming aware of them. And the next thing you need to do is actually articulate them. Talk about them, maybe not to your coworker with whom you share a cubicle, but bring them up at home. Bring them up with the people in your life whom it impacts, who it affects the most. So if it's something going on with one of your kids, bring it up with one of your kids. If you don't have enough you time and you're going to need your spouse to partner with you to make that happen, bring that up at home as well. And the more that you keep these in a list that is alive for you, the more that you can either opt to take them on one by one and come up with an action plan for dealing with them. And if that's not the case, you, what you might actually find is that you naturally over time start eliminating them, fixing them, resolving them, handling them because they are a part of your awareness. And I invite you to take a look maybe in about three weeks from now to see which of the tolerations you've just dealt with because it looking at the list has heightened your awareness. And then take a look and see which ones do you 
really realize need an action plan. And I realize I need an action plan for one of my tolerations as well. So I'm going to conclude today's podcast and I'm going to put the bags of shoes, clothes, and toys that I've accumulated in the back of my minivan and drive them over to the local thrift shop so I can stop tolerating them and so that somebody else can enjoy them. Thanks so much for tuning in and I look forward to speaking with you again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Oy Vey Isn't a Strategy. We invite you to write a review on our iTunes page and comment on our show page at jcastnetwork.org slash The opening and closing music for the Oy Vey podcast is Responsibility by Naomi Less. Her album, The Real Me, is available on Amazon, iTunes, and CD Baby.